0: Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have a special guest. I have Sherry Karan. Hey, Sherry.
1: Hi, Anika. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Did I say your last name right?
1: Well, I mean, you can say it however you want, but we actually... (laughs) The reason I say that is we used to say it that way, but then we changed the pronunciation to what we found to be the original pronunciation Curran.
0: Okay. I would have never got that, but see, that's the thing is everybody on here. We always have these stories. My maiden name is Prude home and it's not said right ever. So I get it. Totally right. get it. Can you tell listeners who you are and what you do?
1: Okay, again, I'm Sherry Curran, and I have Curran Bookkeeping, and so what I do is I take the burden of the bookkeeping, the finances in your business, and save you time in that area, but also make it exactly the way it needs to be, classified, organized, so you're ready for tax season at the end of the year.
0: Ooh, that's the word everybody's scared of.
1: Yep, that's an ugly word, right?
0: Now, let me ask you, what led you down the road of bookkeeping? Because I've only had, I think, two other people on my podcast that do it. And a lot of people are scared because they may feel like it doesn't pertain to them. But as a business owner, no matter how small, um, this is something that's extremely important and it can get out of hand really fast. So what led you to start a business in bookkeeping?
1: Well, first of all, to comment about what you just said um, about most business owners not wanting or needing or feeling they need, I firmly believe that the finances of your company is the backbone of everything that you do. Everything that you do. So it doesn't matter what kind of a business you have, what kind of product or service that you sell, your finances can make or break you. And not just your finances, but tracking your finances.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's first and foremost. That's a that's a big. Um, a big issue that I want to um, educate business owners on. And I mean, we can go more into that um, later, but um, I started off enjoying bookkeeping as a child, actually. My parents were business owners, so I grew up in an entrepreneurial family and got to help my parents in their business early on. And then, of course, throughout school, I really enjoyed the accounting classes, and just learning more. And then when I got married, I married into, well, not married into a family, but our family became an entrepreneurial family as well. Oh, wow. have owned multiple businesses over the 30 years that we've been married. So I've been doing bookkeeping for our own um, businesses and partnerships over the years.
0: Wow. That is so interesting because you kind of had the Framework from a child. Like it wasn't something that you just kind of fell into, or it wasn't like your first job and you were like, oh, I kind of like this. This was something that was kind of ingrained in you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. What do you find is the biggest misconception behind it?
1: Behind what I do? Well, first of all, I think the word bookkeeping is like an abstract word that people don't even understand. What does that even mean?
0: Very true.
1: for me, I, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that because that's just what I've known forever. And so just trying to understand other people's perspective, it's been a real good education for me to be able to understand where um, other people are with their understanding of bookkeeping.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that to me would be the biggest misconception is just not knowing what is bookkeeping even mean.
0: That's true. Can you break it down for listeners? Because I think that would be beneficial because a lot of people don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, like I said before, you know the tracking of the information in a business is absolutely critical. If you've ever been a person that's taken your box of receipts to your tax preparer at the end of the year, um, what I do is I prevent you from having to do that. First of all, the biggest advantage for a business owner to not have to do that is the tax preparer charges a lot per hour. paying a lot of money for him to get all of that information organized for you. So basically what I do is throughout the month I'm making sure that everything that's coming in and out of the bank account is getting classified correctly so that at the end of the year it's exactly what's needed for the tax repair or mid-year the business owner needs a loan. And what do they need? They need financial statements. The only way to get financial statements is with all of your financial information organized and classified.
0: That is something that a lot of people don't do proactively. They do it reactively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You hit it right on the nose.
0: And then it's a mess.
1: And, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate because there's so much information there that can help a business owner in their decision-making in their business. And especially, let me tell you, as you're growing a business, you can't, you can't grow. In my opinion, you cannot grow your business unless you know what your numbers are.
0: I think that's where a lot of businesses fail. Um, because a lot of people feel like, let's say for instance, um, with a small business and especially online work, a lot of people don't feel like it's important to track because they may say, Oh, I have PayPal or, Oh, I have automated things and I don't need a bookkeeper. What would you say to that?
1: Well, they're missing out on what's really the most important and that's the financial statements.
0: Uh. And you don't
1: get that from PayPal because PayPal or those other, um, sources are just Certain parts of their bookkeeping—it's mm-hmm. not the bookkeeping as a whole—and mm-hmm. for financial statements, you need from A to Z everything that's happening in the business financially.
0: What do you? Um, Let's—I'm trying to figure out how to word this. A lot of business owners, especially home-based businesses, I think it kind of messes with the ability to really see what what your overhead is. Because you do a little here, a little there you're you're doing you know you're paying for ads, you're doing this, and a lot of people don't realize that's marketing. a lot of people don't realize paying for their office, their home office they don't get those things. Can you tell business owners that may be starting up or maybe just in the the online home small life coach type business? can you tell them the types of things that they need to be tracking?
1: Yes, absolutely um anything that you're spending on your business and in fact well your tax preparer will tell you certain things that you can um, keep track of as well for tax reasons to be able to write off but okay keep track of your mileage first of all if you have any driving that you do and really who doesn't even if you're going to go meet with a prospective client or even a referral partner or you know somebody Um, in your business because a lot of us have the online business and Mm -hmm. we do almost everything online but Mm -hmm. even though my work is all online I still meet with people or I go to networking meetings or I go set up a booth like I did this morning with my information office depot oh absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. so keep track of your mileage and so that you can write that off at the end of the year Now, that's not necessarily something that you're going to put into your bookkeeping system because not all of your gas is likely going to be business-related, which is my case. Now, if you have a vehicle that you use it strictly just for business, yep, buy all your gas through your business account. Keep track of it.
0: And I'm, I'm taking notes because a lot of you're pointing out a lot of things that a lot of people don't even have. Like a lot of people don't have business accounts. A lot of people don't have bookkeeping systems. I mean, you're educating people on things that they just bypass. Um, you even talked about a business plan. And these are things that all businesses need, especially for longevity. Um, you got a lot of things popping up. You got people even doing MLMs that don't even understand that they qualify for these things.
1: Exactly. And
0: I think, sorry, I think it also leads to people not hiring bookkeepers. And that's what I'm really trying to pull out because a lot of people think that it doesn't pertain to them or that they don't need somebody to oversee this, that they can manage it. And it's, it's more involved than just saying that you keep books.
1: It is difficult for me to answer that question, though. What do I do? <laughs> Partly because I don't understand their perspective, but partly because it's kind of a complicated thing to explain.
0: And I I like that you admit that it's hard because a lot of people ask us, you know, when we're trying to promote ourselves and we talk about our niche or what do we specialize in? Like for me, it's hard because I do PR, I do coaching, I do podcasting, I design conferences, I promote conferences, I build relationships, I teach confidence and leadership. So It's hard for all of us, but I really want people to see all the pieces of the puzzle because so many people discount things. They just discount it. They don't do it. But that's one of the reasons why people fail. That's also why people don't try because they don't understand that you can even start with baby steps. Like, you could start with just consulting with you and saying, hey, this is what I got going on. I bought this program, this program, this program. They don't even realize that they could be writing this stuff off. They don't even realize that they're buying all of these things to get answers to a question that a person can answer. You know, I want people to get away from just following these rabbit holes of sponsorships that we see about a program that'll answer all our questions. When we have people like you who've been doing this 30 years that can literally make something so complex, simplified, just by putting it in place and then streamlining a system because that's really the only way your business is gonna work by having the right systems. And, and that's why I'm talking to you because I've learned these things the hard way over the last year. Mm-hmm of not doing the things that I'm pulling out of you. Cause you know, at first I was like, I don't need a business plan. I'm just a life coach. Like I don't need a... And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm doing events. Oh, I'm paying for this program. I'm paying for MailChimp and Canva and all of these things that are expenses. Those are overhead. And if you have a VA or you have a graphic designer or you have any of these things, these things qualify and you actually sit there and put this stuff together because all of that overhead adds up per month per year you know and so that's what i want listeners to understand
1: and you know initially i'm gonna make a comment about that initially people can get by with just having a business checking account and an, ex- an excel spreadsheet or a notebook yep but if you are serious about growing your business you have to take it to the next level mm-hmm. and i suggest using a program like quickbooks or something like that where you can actually have it synced to your business account and that way you're going to see everything that's going in and out of your business account and you're going to forget oh yeah that's right i forgot i subscribed to that
0: Mm-hmm. those I, subscriptions I add up
1: yeah and maybe you wouldn't have written that in your notebook because you forgot that that was even an expense Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. there are some different levels of um growing your business in ways that you can track your finances for your business and when you're going to build your business and grow if you want to start really amping it up you got to get serious about how you're tracking your information
0: and you're absolutely right I'm, I'm just glad that you're here because i can think of a million things that people need to know you got a lot of people now that are trying to get um building their financial education and I think having you in place is very important to that. We have to go back to the basics because everybody's trying to do this the, the most, you know, e-friendly way. But some things we just need to do it the way that it's supposed to be done. And like you said, it could be as simple as just even recording that you subscribe to something because I don't know how many times stuff comes out and you forget that you do it. Cause you're not writing it down. You're not keeping books and you're like, Oh, I'll just look at my statement later. I mean, people don't balance their checkbooks anymore, right. you know? Right. And so um, I think that your wisdom and um, longevity, uh, you've seen this in so many ways in 30 years, it's like, okay, I think you kind of might know a little bit about what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I've made the mistakes along the way too, that I've learned from.
0: <laughs> and I bet you've seen them too, right? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. What do you
0: think is the most common mistake that a business owner can make and in in, from what you've seen?
1: I think the most common mistake is thinking that you can do it for the long haul. You can keep track of your information I don't mean do your business, but do your bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. You can do it in the beginning if you have some form of knowledge about mm-hmm. how, how to. Um, but um, eventually you're going to need to outsource, especially if it's not your expertise mm-hmm. um, or if you are trying to grow your business. And you and I both know we've had to outsource areas of our businesses.
0: Let me tell you something. I now... Click outsource first. Like that is at first, the first year I try to do everything. And now the peace of mind of just having specialists do each part, it makes it look so much better. You think so much more clear. And it's also, um, I think it's a setup for success yeah. because we're not good at everything. And so if we try to be good at everything, which most of us are not good at money and, and organization, and that's something I wrote down because you wrote organizing, like you, you organize That is so important. And that's what I get out of this is that, you know, and you have to have somebody with a certain mind that, that can do that for you.
1: And that's the way it is for other areas of my business too. I mean, I do do my own bookkeeping because that's my expertise, <laughs> but <laughs> But, um, you know, I need help with social media stuff or I need help with content creation and different things like that. It's not my expertise.
0: That is so true. So can you tell listeners where you will be in September and November because you are about to be on the move?
1: Yes. In September, I am going to a convention called Experience Connections in Atlanta. I wish I had the address for it right now, but you know that you can Google experience connection. It starts with an X.
0: Oh, that is awesome. And I will also put that in the description listeners. Um, but I guarantee you guys will find it on, um, on, I just lost it, Evite and Facebook and all of that because, you know, they all sync. So experience connections in Atlanta, September 21st. All right, all right. And then where will you be in November?
1: In November, uh, Suzanne Evans, which I'm sure that a lot of you have heard of her, um, she is doing a a conference called Take the Stage. And it's for people that are learning to be speakers in their business. Awesome. Speak about their business, yes. And so I'm going to have a sponsor table there, and that's November. What are the dates?
0: Uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th.
1: <laughs>
0: Aha, and that is in Atlanta too, right? Yes, it is. All right, all right. Um, and tell listeners where to find you on social media.
1: Well, my website is currentbookkeeping.com, and I have Facebook, Current Bookkeeping, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn is. Sherry Curran. I think Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram are all Sherry Curran, but I just recently started a Curran bookkeeping LinkedIn. So it's brand new.
0: All right. All right. Well, I'm going to put all those links in the description. So listeners, you guys will be able to find her. And I want to thank you for being here because that's, this is something that I think a lot of business owners need to know more about. Um, I think a lot of us wait too late to put these things in place and we need to go back to old school. When people started businesses, they started off with going to a banker. They started off with getting these things set up before they started. And I think we need to get back to the basics. So I'm so grateful for you and that you are doing this and I want to do anything I can to promote it so that people understand that, that they need this in place for sure.
1: Thank you. I'm very passionate about sharing it as well.
0: That is awesome. Well, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been really fun getting to visit with you.
0: All right, listeners, that's another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika and Sherry. You guys, don't forget, stay powerful.